Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to 24 Hours in Rugby League. Sorry we're a little bit late today. I had some technical difficulties this morning. Uh, if you haven't gone back and listened to our podcast from this morning also, I highly advise you do. A fantastic story on Bulldogs debutant Kiko Manu. He makes his debut for Canterbury this weekend in the centres. A sensational story. We talked to Lee Addison. A bloke that we've had on our podcast before, champion fellow with a fantastic footy brain. Love talking to him. Can't wait to catch up and have a beer with him over the next few months. COVID has sort of ruined our plans a few times. But Lee, he was the guy that found Kiko in 2014 playing in New Zealand. Uh, it's a fantastic story. He was essentially not selected in the two best rep teams in New Zealand. He was playing in another side, and Lee, being the sort of sharp eye he is, knows that there are a heap of diamonds in the rough in rugby league, and he was one of the only scouts watching him that day, found him, brought him to Can- sorry, brought him to, New- to Australia to play up at Ipswich at the school he was teaching at at the time, and an unbelievable story there of how Kiko, you know, when he was 16, 17, he was getting up at 4 a.m., to catch public transport for two, two and a half hours to get to school just to make the early morning training. And, you know, Lee talks about how he offered him the opportunity to train in the afternoon because he understood the difficult situation he was in. He turned it down. He said, no, I want to train with the rest of the boys. He then offered him an opportunity to move closer to the school so he didn't have to do that travel that early in the morning. He said, no, I want to stay with my family. So it sort of shows you the sort of pedigree that this guy has. And he's 23, 24 years old now. He's had to go the hard way around to make his first grade debut and it's a sensational story. So I highly advise you go back and have a listen to that. And Lee, the guy that we're talking to, champion fellow, as I said, absolutely love everything he's done in rugby league and continues to do. He's doing great things. Now for the news from the past 24 hours, and of course, the Manly Seagulls, a trio of fantastic re-signings here. We've seen Brad Parker, old Hank Scorpio, and Ruben Garrick have both re-signed at the end of 2023. Ruben Garrick, of course, a Gerringong Lions junior, sensational talent who... Whenever Tom Trevojevic is on the field, it just seems Ruben 
Garrick. He just goes to a completely new level. Another guy they re-signed was Sean Kepi. Now, he was already signed until the end of 2023, but the Manly Seagulls have extended his contract to 2024. I absolutely love this bloke. I think he's going to be a real star of the future. I think he's going to be one of the centerpieces of this Manly Seagulls team for the next six or seven years if they keep him there. I think he's a sensational player, Sean Kepi. I think he's a guy that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if he pushes for rep duties in the future. A really good re-signing by the Manly Seagulls. And obviously, Tommy Turbo, he's the key. But they're starting to get these fantastic pieces around him that are finding confidence off the back of him. It's looking really good at the moment. Obviously, a team that I think can contend this year. Later today on the podcast, we're going to dive into some contenders and pretenders as far as I said in the league. And I think there's a game tonight that is going to decide if one club is a contender or a genuine, genuine pretender as per usual. So we'll dive into that later today. Matt Lodge, he's officially joined the New Zealand Warriors. It has happened. The worst kept secret in rugby league. He was going to Newcastle. Then that fell apart. He was going to the Warriors. Then Brisbane said, no, no one will be leaving here. Four days later, he's arrived at the New Zealand Warriors. Obviously links up with his partner's father, Peter O'Sullivan there, and her brother, of course, Sean O'Sullivan. So really good for Matt Lodge, really good for that family to get back together. I know from talking to Peter O'Sullivan, obviously in lockdown last year, essentially wasn't able to see his grandchild, which is Matty Lodge's... Uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure if it's a boy or girl, to be perfectly honest with you, but he wasn't able to see his grandchild during the entire COVID last year, and he actually got a little bit emotional with me about it. So sensational for Peter O'Sullivan to get him back. And as I said yesterday, a podcast that we dropped, go back and have a listen to that as well. This New Zealand Warriors squad, I really like it at the moment. I love that they're, they're genuinely trying to win a premiership this year. I think it is so exciting, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with over the next few years. Very, very good for them. The other one is Kurt Capel. He He's obviously joined the Brisbane Broncos. This was announced, I think, 10 days ago or so during Origin Camp. Uh, Kirk Cable said that it's not happened. We said that day, um, you know, when, when a player says, oh, I haven't put pen to paper yet, that's rugby league for I've signed. It's just not going to be announced for a little bit of time. And, of course, it has come out now that Kirk Cable, he will be joining the Brisbane Broncos. So Kirk Cable and Adam Reynolds and Branko Lee arriving at the Brisbane Broncos next year. Pretty exciting times coming out of some pretty shitty times for the Broncos there. Uh, other news in rugby league. Now, the New South Wales Blues, they're one of their head coaches and one of their assistant coaches, Greg Alexander, he's hinted that the Blues halfback spot could go to one of a few guys, including Adam Reynolds. That'd be the experienced option. If you're just trying to win this game, I think Adam Reynolds is your best option. Mitch Pierce is another guy that comes to mind. But as Brandy mentioned, he's only played a couple of games of first grade this year, so tough to bring Pierce in. He's only going to have another game or two. Maybe only one game, sorry, before that. So big ass there. The other one is the one that I would go for, Mitch Moses. And for me, I'm going to talk about this later today, but I think Mitch Moses tonight is playing the Penrith Panthers for a New South Wales Blues jersey. We know he's there and thereabouts. We know he's got a relationship with Brad Fittler from their time in the Lebanon camp at the uh, Rugby League World Cup. And Mitch Moses probably played his best footy there. So I think Moses would be my pick, but I think it depends on how he plays tonight against the Penrith Panthers. Big, big test for him. We've already spoken about the Newcastle Knights. They're reportedly chasing Dalfinia Kane. I think any team that's able to get this guy would be a sensational get. I'm hoping the Tigers get him. I think it could be the start of things starting to turn around there, potentially. Toddy Payton, his test has come back negative for COVID. So a good little win there for the Cowboys. Good little win for Rugby League. Um... He still has to isolate for two weeks, so Dean Young will be taking over. His little doppelganger, I think I'm, I'm the third one in the squad as well, just quietly. Uh, the RLPA are reportedly aiming to have players uh, players' pay return to 30k per game. That's in rep games, so interesting to see how that one plays out, especially in state of origin. Uh, Nick Kotrick, he's another guy. He's been ruled out for the rest of the season. He's got a foot injury there. Uh, one that sort of flew under the radar a little bit. Well, for me, it did anyway. When that announcement came out last night, um, that one really shocked me. 
Uh, Josh Dugan, he went and had lunch with his mates the other day, got in a bit of Barney Rubble. Sounded like an innocent mistake. He sort of copped it on the chin, but uh, 25K fine. So I feel sorry for Dugs. I think it's a really rough amount of money to find someone for, but I think the NRL has to be really harsh on this because it only takes one fuck up to ruin the entire game. I feel sorry for Dugs. 25K for a lunch. Good God. They'd want to be some good mates, wouldn't they? Very, very tough. Alex Glenn, he's come out and denied that the signing of Kurt Capewell spells the end for him at the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, he's off contract at the end of next year. So interesting times for Alex Glenn, an, ex- an experienced guy who I think has just been in a tough situation. It'd be really interesting uh, if another club was to get him next year. I think he'd be a good, at the end of next year, I think he'd be a really good signing. Uh, Tony Staggs, he returns this weekend. I am so excited to see Staggs return. One of the genuine superstars in our game. Still young. He's made a heap of mistakes, but I'm hearing up there in Brisbane that he has started to turn things around. So very excited to see Starks return tonight. Really interesting. He's going to be playing right center and outside him is Jermaine Osako. So two guys on a bit of a redemption story at the moment. And I love nothing more than seeing guys that are desperate um, to, to play footy. I think that's when you play your best footy when your back's against the wall. Really excited to see these two pair up. I think that will be sensational. Uh, and our last bit of news, Mulatalo, of course, uh, a team teammate of Kikamanu, the guy we spoke about this morning with Lee Addison when they were in high school. Uh, he has put in another application to hopefully represent the Queensland Maroons in Game 3. Interesting to see how this one plays out. A lot of pressure on the NRL. And, I mean, they're going to have to make a decision pretty quickly. And, I mean, I really want him to play. I think he deserves to play. But if they backflip on this decision, I think it makes him look worse. I'm a little bit worried that he won't get to play. I mean, you're going to have to essentially change the rules because they're in black and white. There was just a mistake here by someone or there wasn't checking or whoever's fault it was, doesn't matter. It's going to be interesting how the NRL handles this because I think there will be a big outcry if he's not allowed to play Origin. But if they do let him play... I mean, the NRL, they just look ridiculous. They've got rules set in place that they brought into force 24 hours before the biggest hallmark game of the season. And then a week later, when they've got more time to think about it, they let him play. I don't know. A very, very tough situation, this one. Very interested to see how it plays out. Sorry for dropping the news so late today. Some technical difficulties, as I said. Some really exciting podcasts coming today, though. Got underrated halves of all time coming. Also going to talk about contenders and pretenders, focusing on one team. But once again, if you get the opportunity, go back and listen to the podcast we dropped this morning. It is an absolute cracker. It is such a good story about determination and not giving up. And I think that... I think we sort of undervalue how special it is to make your first grade debut, just how hard it is to get there. I think we get wrapped up in guys that play 300 games, 200 games, 20 origins. You know, they're in the top 1% of footballers to ever exist, essentially. Just getting to first grade is an incredibly special effort. And the way that this guy's had to do it is incredible. It's a fantastic story for you all to hear. And I know there'll be a lot of people listening out there who will have family members, who will have partners, who will have, you know, all, all sorts of things, people in their lives that have gone on to play first grade and you understand the journey getting there when you see it yourself it's a bit hard to to understand the amount that goes into these moments when you're not really part of it but you know like I've seen a couple of guys that I've coached over the years that have gone on to play first grade I've got my little brother going through the Harold Matz the SG ball I mean it's only been three years for him and it has been so difficult with injuries traveling disappointments everything that goes with it it is an extremely tough gig and for anyone to play just one 
one game of first grade. It's an incredible effort. I promise you this is a podcast you won't regret listening to. A really champion bloke, Lee, that takes us through this entire journey that Kikamanu has had. You've got to take your opportunities when they come, and I really do hope this guy takes his opportunity this weekend because he has earned it. He has well and truly earned it. Make sure you tune into that podcast that I dropped this morning. It's going to be sensational. Plenty more to come today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today.